0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie, continuing the series of fears. Today I'm talking to Arlette Willis. Now, Arlette is another Um, lovely, lovely person who I connected with on the Alchemy Tribe, an entrepreneurial uh, tribe, essentially, a a group of entrepreneurs around the world online um, through uh, somebody who is like a mentor to me, Matt Gottesman, who I interviewed on the series of Elevation. And she's someone I haven't interacted too much with, but she's a wonderful, wonderful person. She's inside and out and her content is always surrounding positivity um, she is based in Arizona and she is singing and writing um, she's also a transformational specialist and to a certain degree is a, a coach and is a healer of sorts and um, she's you know she's always just got something really really significant to say which I feel is inspirational in itself and that's what this series is about just women doing their thing being authentic and just touching people and I'm really honored to have her on the show today so welcome Arlette so welcome Arlette to Unplugged with Annie thank you so much for being on the series well thank you for having me i'm I'm super excited to talk to you because I personally I don't know too much about you. We haven't interacted too much um Arlet is also somebody I connected with through the alchemy tribe um mm-hmm. which is an online entrepreneurial group um which Matt Gottesman has started and it's just yeah, we haven't interacted with each other much so i'm I'm just as excited to speak to you and get to know a bit about your story yeah <laughs> so that if you could. Nice yeah so if, if you could just start by telling us a little bit about you growing up your passion and how singing started for you
1: oh my goodness well first of all i'll say this um i am a wife of 38 years yeah uh, i have three adult children mm-hmm. and um growing up i um i'm from detroit michigan and um, that is the place where there's lots of music going on. There's Motown there, so I grew up around a lot of music and a lot of um, well-known singers like, you know, Diana Ross and Stevie Wonder and Aretha Franklin. They were all, you know, right in the vicinity where I live. And so um, that the influence was very strong. I started off, um, I I won't say that I started off singing in church. I started off actually just singing at home. And uh, my family, uh, we used to get together and just try to harmonize and that type of thing. But when I did um, start uh, going to church and started singing in the choir, um, I had always had really good leaders and and teachers over me that kind of pressed me into music. They saw the gift, even though that wasn't something that I really wanted to do at the time because I was very shy. Uh, But but I had, you know, um, mentors that saw uh, the gift in me and they, you know, pushed me in that direction gently <laughs> okay. so it kind of um, started that's where it kind of started and so from um, the church to school choirs and competitions and things like that and it just accelerated wow
0: okay and then and and now you're also in in involved in transformational coaching so tell yeah. us a little bit about that
1: and how that happened for you Okay, well, basically, uh, I would say growing up um, on my on my dad's side of the family, particularly, um, there was a there was a lot of the women that were pretty overweight. And um, as a young girl, I saw that because I was made up, my body structure was like the women on my dad's side of the family, I knew that I had the potential to be Mm -hmm. overweight as well. And so as a little girl, I found myself being conscious of my weight and what I ate, um, but I was still overweight. When I became an adult, well, I, was, I had years of experience in dance throughout school. But when I became an adult, I just made a decision that I was going to do something about it. You know, especially like after my grandmother had passed and she was had been overweight. um, She had some cancer issues. And I just decided that um, though people say a lot of times that those type of things are hereditary. Mm. um, I didn't believe that. I believe that they are habits that are carried down through generations of a family. Yeah, and if yeah. someone doesn't change the habits, then yes, of course, the diseases can be the same. Yeah. And so I just made a decision that I was going to change the habits, not only for me, but for my family.
0: And, and when you talk about healing, like healing specifically, what, what kind of healing are you referring to that you, that you partake in?
1: Well... Um, getting back, uh, well, to the, the the transformation, Mm -hmm. um, it was not only a, uh, physical transformation because what I learned on my journey of transformation that for me, it had to be more than that. So it became body, soul, and spirit. And so when I'm talking about healing, um, I'm also talking about it from the perspective of a person of a whole person, not just you know, um, healing from a particular disease, but um, healing emotionally, because there are things that we have, that we can go through from an emotional standpoint Mm -hmm. that we may need healing from too. And when I think of body, soul, and spirit, um, Mm -hmm. the soul is comprised of three compartments, which is the mind, the will, and the emotion. So I'm literally talking about dealing with the whole person wherever there's healing needed you know in particular areas so when i do the transformation coaching you know i have a you know a questionnaire that i specifically you know will ask different questions about where people are so i can identify and then know where to begin the work right right
0: mm-hmm. okay of course so definitely like a more holistic approach from all angles
1: absolutely
0: um, yeah so, I mean, so much of healing and, and also speaking to other coaches, um, and of course, you all have different areas of expertise, but um, I'm talking a lot on this series about self-love, and I feel like it's a concept which has come up. It's, it's sort of more like a millennial concept, I feel, because yes. f- five years ago, I, I didn't really hear the word so much. Um yes. But, um, you know, it's something we're not taught in school. And um, if we don't have specific role models, like if our, our parents haven't told us and friends haven't told us, we kind of have just stumbled upon this term um, through reading things or hearing people talk about it, not really understanding it. But what what does that mean to you specifically? And um, and, and how, in your opinion, do we... Do we learn to love ourselves, and I'm sure maybe you also come across this and you handle this in your transformation
1: yes um self love is is a is a big thing, but like you said it's it's more millennial it seems like it's something that have just really come on the scene, and yeah. I think more so because um people are Um, beginning to realize um, their lack of love for themselves because of the, well, sometimes, unfortunately, that can happen through, you know, abusive situations, you know, where people really realize that they don't love themselves. And, um, but it's like, if you're, if you're not doing the best for yourself um, in as a whole person, then you can't even really, answer your reason for occupying space in this world we all have a reason you know for being here but if a person is not doing their best for themselves then they haven't come into the realization of self-love and I think um, I don't I, I can't say that I know at at the time I was growing up that my parents any, knew anything about that Um, But for the most part, um, I usually will talk to people um, about journaling, spending quiet time, you know, learning to meditate. These are the areas where I begin to find, you know, love for myself Um, because I didn't know that I didn't love myself. But when I begin to journal, Mm -hmm. uh, that's when I found out. When, when I began to prioritize um, other things and other people over myself, mm. I understood then that I didn't have the love for myself that I thought I did. And so I started taking action again through journaling and meditating and, and exercising. And, um, you know, just all of those things that are part of the whole transformation, you know, um, process. And e- even even making a decision to eat the best things for my body yeah. you know and so yeah that those are some of the ways in which i begin to you know make a switch
0: mm-hmm. 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 and 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 also in terms of so i also feel another another reason for perhaps us struggling with the self-love is is also because we're constantly comparing and i think mm-hmm. I I think now because of social media and technology, I mean, again, okay, yeah, five years, there was still technology, like that was quite, that was not too long ago, but I just feel like we're accelerating and there's always something new. And now we have more access to seeing what other people around the world are up to. Um, It's just, it's so easy, even if you're conscious of it, I think to fall into the trap of maybe just not talking so great to yourself when you see somebody else looking more beautiful or just more qualified and just wondering why they're just achieving so much and you're not. How do we escape this kind of rat race of, um, of, of doing this, you know, again and again to ourselves? And we, and we do do it to ourselves because it's a choice almost to open the application or not. Yes. <laughs> um, but it, there there is something sort of drawing you towards that it becomes addictive.
1: Yes, it it is definitely um, addictive. And I think um, comparing ourselves to others, it really is a deadly self esteem trap, you know, we will find ourselves, you know, feeling bad about ourselves because of what uh, society has um, defined as beauty you know, and we're not taught to see that within ourselves. But I would say, um, because it can be very, very unhealthy, I would say to a person who is struggling with comparing, that first of all, just avoid those particular, like if there's particular um, sites or uh, different feeds that you feel like makes you feel a certain way, or you feel a certain way when you're examining their feed and when you're looking at it, then turn it off. You, you Just like you, a person can make a choice to go on it and to choose a feed to look into. And if you understand that it's not healthy for you and it's not helping you and it's making you feel all type of emotions that may not be healthy like jealousy or you know feeling like okay well i don't have what they have then you should really avoid that while intentionally doing self-work to come away from comparison Mm -hmm.
0: Mm do you you think this idea of self-work is something that we're just we're becoming aware about now like I I I just feel like I don't know even growing up I just I don't know if I even knew what that meant you know what Mm -hmm. I mean
1: yeah well I I do feel um I I feel that people are becoming more aware of it because there's more um, meditation and different things that people are doing now but I know growing up Um, In my household there were certain things that like my parents would say to us like if you take care of yourself Then you don't have to worry about what other people are saying or thinking you know or sort of like To put it in a nice way um, Like mind your own business. Yeah, you know, and if you are you know, really being intentional about you, um, then you don't have time to, you know, worry or concern yourself with what other people are doing. And that's what I consider a part of self-work, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah. Do you, feel, do you feel like in this process of transformational coaching with other people, because um, I, I feel like often it's, it's so much easier to give other people advice, But when when situations happen to you, you kind of feel like, why am I not able to apply the advice I'm giving to them? Why can't I do it? You know, Um, do you feel that, do you feel that struggle with like, do you find yourself in those situations and have to sort of consciously reflect on it and um, make a different decision perhaps? Or has that now become quite um, of a like subconscious um, switch for you?
1: Well, it. It, it has become a regular thing for me and, and mostly because I am a person of examination. You okay. know, I, I'm, I'm always examining myself. Now, that's not to say that, um, you know, that sometimes the answers may not be difficult, but I do um, surround myself with people. I'm surrounded with people um, that, um, that love me. You know, and that we have real good relationship where um, they're able to, you know, say to me um, when I'm if I'm even if I'm not asking, but if they, you know, make sense that something's not c- quite right or I'm not quite myself, you know, then they can they can ask me the hard questions. And we have that level of covenant relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. Where we, can, you know, check in and, you know, see how we're doing. And I'm saying, well, I'm having a hard time with this. And even though I may be having a hard time, like you said, you, it's easy to give someone else the advice. But then when it comes to you, it, it's always difficult. Well, sometimes when I'm having a hard time like that, um, I will cl- kind of close down and get quiet and get with myself. Mm -hmm. you know and it's not the easiest thing in the world to do but because i refuse to live a life that is not authentic then that means that i have to consistently do the self-work
0: yeah for sure for sure Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's yeah that's amazing And, 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 and with the self-work, I mean, I just feel like it's, you touched upon an important thing, the relationships around us and almost like the tribe that you, you keep, um, when, when you are doing coaching and, and with other people and you're coaching others, do you feel like, because this, this topic of self-worth, I feel like a lot of it is dictated by the kind of relationships we have with others. So if, if we find ourselves questioning that, you know, does this person really want the best of me, the best for me, rather? Um, are they contributing to my happiness? Are these mm. the kind of questions we need to be asking ourselves constantly? Is it is it is it about the, looking at ourselves and going within and looking at us being a problem and what we're doing, which might... Um, not be good for us or is it a combination of both also looking around at the relationships we have with other people Because sometimes I think like when when we are actually the problem a Mm -hmm. lot of people can't without doing that self-evaluation you you can't see that you you might not even realize that you are the problem in a situation but it's Mm -hmm. very easy to look at others and think that you know maybe play play the blame card and say that you must be the problem in this. Yeah. Um, How do we escape that and and probably evaluate that is what I'm getting at?
1: Well, I think I think time and consistency is the only thing that's going to help, because if if a person does not realize that they're the problem, Mm -hmm. only life and life lessons are going to get them to the point where they stop and look like, you know what? I'm the only consistent thing in this equation. So this has to do with me. Right. And unfortunately, you know, some people, they live, in, they live and die and don't, and don't get that message, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it, that's really unfortunate. But the majority of the time, life will take us in directions that will cause us to stop and to ask ourselves some important questions yeah. that will help us to see that, you know what? I'm the problem right here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So was there, was there a period in your life which you maybe would like to talk about which which you remember being significant in the sense that maybe it was a turning point for you. Maybe it was just a lesson that you've learned, but it, it, it required you to go through a transformation yourself. Is there something that you can, something you can share with us about a, a moment like that?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess there are um, several turning points I can say that I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. But one that I will say that um, really, really literally like really just thrust me onto a path of um, transformation was at a time when um, I was allowing people to control my life. I was in a very, very fearful place and I allowed people to control my life as a result of that. And it wasn't until years later that I woke up and understood that, okay, these people, are just people Mm -hmm. we're not you know god or somebody great in my life like that and so i had to look at why was i in that position in the first place Mm
0: -hmm. and and
1: that was that was a major um turning point for me um Mm -hmm. because literally um i i had a lot of fear so I had to face the fear, mm-hmm. and then I had to have enough courage um, to face the people that I was allowing to control me. Mm-hmm. And um, so at that point, my life really, really began to turn around. Yeah. You know, I yeah. came out of that place and out of that situation, and I began to get, you know, get, get back in alignment you know, with who I really am and who I was really meant to be. Yeah. And, and I find that a lot of people, um, and, and I can identify it like far off when I see people, you know, in that place where um, what somebody else thinks and what they say is more important than their own truth and then their own reason for being. You know, and and unfortunately, um, that usually happens in places where people um, can tend to feel safe, like, you know, just for instance, like religion, you know, Mm -hmm. and and a lot of times people can um, be into a different, you know, whatever religion that they may be in, Mm -hmm. and they can find situations where people are controlling where people yeah. are power hungry and you know they are controlling others lives so i have been in that type of situation before and um now i'm and i don't you know regret i used to regret it when i first came out and i asked myself millions of questions of why and how could i have been so you know unaware so to speak right um, but I understand that, you know, people, um, you don't have, you, you can be a person that is intelligent and educated and everything else, and you can still get caught up in those type of situations. Mm. And so when I begin to, um, not blame myself anymore, but just take responsibility, you know, there was a lot of, um, hurtful things that was done in that particular organization that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it wasn't my fault necessarily that they hurt me, but it was my responsibility when I came out to heal. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so that was that was a turning point that got me on a on a road to on the road to healing on a road to transformation, body, soul, and spirit, knowing that my whole person is what needed transforming, Mm -hmm. not just my physical body.
0: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. is there anything, you mentioned alignment, which is something that I think I'm, I'm always, I'm very, very interested in all the time because I just feel, especially for me as well this year, I felt out of alignment and now I'm feeling a bit more in alignment because i started asking myself big questions and Mm. um realized like am i really where i need to be in order for this to happen um and i was just wondering how we is is there any way or um any process which you would recommend to 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 actually go through in order to to get more aligned with with our purpose and where we should be is it is it a matter of constantly asking ourselves questions and checking in with ourselves or or is it often do you think dictated about this by the things happening around us like mm-hmm. something perhaps something is not working from any angle where we are right now is that then an indication that we're not in the right place or do you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. well i think um it depends on the environment that a person is in mm. as to uh, what they would look, you know, toward for their alignment. Um, my life has been, uh, you know, a life of meditation, a life of prayer, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and I know that I can, I can feel when I'm not in the right place, you know, yeah. So yeah. in that time, you know, it's time to get quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, and to um, begin to go within, yeah. you know, and, and getting quiet um, means eventually you're gonna run into yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna,
1: you're gonna run into you're gonna run into you, and mm-hmm. at that time, you know, just looking at um, what is it that that I'm that I'm supposed to be doing, and I always say to people when people are asking me different things, I'll say, you know, um, I'm a person that allows peace to be my compass. If Mm -hmm. I don't have peace in a particular situation, Situation. whatever, then I understand that I am not in alignment with my purpose and with what I'm supposed to be doing in life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a really good way of putting it that's really um yeah that's a really great way of putting it and you've seen someone really driven by your your spiritual beliefs and and faith i'm guessing that's been a big part of your life yes um, yeah yeah and do you feel that that has helped you somewhere even in terms of decision making having that oh. as a kind of bait
1: yeah absolutely absolutely mm. yeah because um I, I, um, and and again, allowing uh, um, peace, it was like just the the biggest light bulb moment I felt like I had, because I will have people that will come to me and they will talk to me about different situations that they're in. And it's so obvious that there's no peace in that particular situation. So it, it almost seems like it would be a given that you would seek to get out of that situation and find what is going to bring you peace but people are now you know for the most part people don't that's not their first go-to thought
0: yeah that's that's very true that's very Mm -hmm. true I think like I can really relate to that in in my own life I, I sometimes look back and think like why was I Afraid of maybe getting out of the situation or is it was it driven by fear or insecurity or you know What was it but you tend you feel like sometimes you prolong um, These moments knowing that it's not good for you. Yes.
1: Yes, and that's because um, It's so many so many things that are um, Attached I call it attached to the tree of fear you have many branches procrastination is one of them Um, vacillation is one of them. I was just uh, speaking with someone and I said, you know, if you're vacillating about a decision, you know, whether it's a decision in your life, a decision in a relationship or whatever, you find yourself vacillating back and forth. What you have to do is stop and ask yourself, what am I afraid of?
0: Mm.
1: You know, what am I afraid of when I'm procrastinating? What am I afraid of? You know, when I feel insecure, what am I afraid of? When I feel jealous,
0: mm.
1: what am I afraid of? Because at the end of the day, we all have been given gifts in this life. And so if I'm feeling jealous towards somebody else because of what they have, it's because I, I feel to some degree that I didn't get something mm. that I was supposed to get.
0: Mm -mm. Mm. and
1: so yeah it's it's many branches i feel to the tree of fear and fear is what will keep us from making decisions because um on the inside we can be concerned about what someone else is going to think about the decision that we make
0: Yeah. yeah yeah for sure for sure so is there, is there any one thing that you do every day? I know you, you mentioned a couple of things, journaling, meditation. Are these all things that you do every day? Or is there one specific thing that you, I don't want to say religiously, but you do consistently for your own, you know, peace of mind, well-being?
1: Well, yeah, those, those things that I mentioned um, have been just a part of my practice my practice it's the way that I have lived for for you I would say since I started having having children like years ago I had to make time to uh just be quiet and to journal and to pray Mm -hmm. to get in contact you know with the one who created me and so I I yeah those are things that I do um every morning and if I if I'm ever like you know, off in a sense that I don't get it done because I've gotten up late or something like that. Then I have to, at some point, stop and get back to it because just it's it's so much a part of who I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's it's great to have something to that you do consistently for your own self. I mean, that's so important. Um, yeah yeah no that's that's interesting well it's been so lovely having having this chat with you um and Mm -hmm. and getting to know more about you and and i think this is just such an important i'm just very very interested in this in this space of healing and self-love and Mm -hmm. i just think that we don't do enough of it um and it's um yeah so it was it was great having you on my last question and final question is one thing that you love about yourself
1: i am constant okay and you know um i don't do a bunch of switching up you know people can always find me you know in a place of love and you know acceptance um I'm constant who you, who you see that I am in any given place is who I'm going to be when I'm at home.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. That's great. So that you just, you just feel like you're always your authentic self. Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's that's a lovely thing. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking time out and doing this.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it
0: yeah no, it was it was a super great chat and i can't wait to share it with everyone and i will be in touch and um, keep spreading all the love that you always do
1: <laughs> absolutely thank you so much in this i really appreciate it thank you have a great day
0: that was the end of another episode on Unplug with Annie. I'm continuing the series of Fierce next week, where I'm talking to another amazing woman. And I can't wait for you guys to hear the whole series, so do stay tuned. For everything Unplug related, do follow the IG and Facebook page. At the rate Unplug with Annie. You can also go to the website www.unplugwithannie.com and subscribe to the newsletter so you're constantly updated with what's going on on the blog as well as the podcast. Until next week.